With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Recorded live. Okay, chapter 7 of Matthew. Does not that he be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye met, it shall be measured unto you again. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thy own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, let me pull out the mote out of thine eye, and behold, a beam is in thine eye thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam, or cast the beam out of thine own eye, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. Give not that which is holy unto dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again and rend you. <clears throat> Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom, if your son ask bread, will give him a stone, or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men would do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter ye in the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in they're at. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life. If you there be that find it, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening, raving, ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns? Are figs or thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. 
A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewed down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house on a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Chapter 8 of Matthew When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper, and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said unto him, See thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer a gift that Moses, command, Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. And when Jesus was, ent was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I know I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. But speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and from the west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out 
into utter darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in that same hour. And when Jesus was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. And when the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness our sicknesses. Now when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whensoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have their holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. And she said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury the dead. And when he was entered into the ship, a ship, his disciples, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? And when he was come to the other side, in the country of the Gergesenes, uh, there met him two possessed with devils, coming out of the tombs exceedingly fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of God? Art thou come hither? to torment us before the time. And there was a good way off from them a herd of many swine feeding. So the devils besought him, saying, If thou cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swine. And he said unto them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swine, and behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. And they that kept them fled and went their ways into the city and told everything and what was befallen to the possessed of devils. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they besought him 
that he would depart out of their coasts. Chapter 9 of Matthew. And he entered into the, a ship and passed over and came into his own city. And behold, they brought him a man sick of palsy laying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. And then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise and take up thy bed, and go unto thy house. And he arose and departed to his house. But when the multitudes saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto man, men. And as Jesus passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the reception, the receipt, receipt of custom. And he saith unto him, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. And it came to pass, as Jesus sat at meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with them and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? But when Jesus heard that, heard that he said unto them, They that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. But go ye and learn what that meaneth, and I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast off? But they, but thy disciples fast not. And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride's chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, then shall they fast. No man putteth a piece of new cloth unto the, an old garment, for that which is put into fill it up, taketh from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine, the wine runs out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, into new bottles, and both are preserved. While he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler, and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, 
and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him. So did his disciples. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrel, minstrels and the people making a noise, he said unto them, Give place. For the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand and made and the maid rose. The fame hereof and the fame hereof went abroad into all the land. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying, saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. Hello, guess too. <clears throat> but they, when they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. And when the devil was cast out, the dumb spake, and the multitude marveled, saying, I was never so seen in Israel. Excuse me, it was never never so seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He casteth out devils through the prince of the devils. And Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude... He was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted, and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Then he said unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Chapter 10 of Matthew. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. 
Now, the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. Philip and Bartholomew, and Thomas and Matthew, the publican. James, the son of Alphaeus, and Labbaeus, whose surname was Thaddeus. Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep from the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leopards, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely ye have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, or staves, um, or staves, whatever, for the workmen is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till ye go hence. And we come into our house, and house salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of, in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues, and ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. And when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. And the brother and the brother that shall depart deliver up the brother to death, and the father, the ch- child, and the child shall raise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. But when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not 
have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man become. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master, and the servant as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness that speak ye in light, and what ye hear in the ear that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are able to kill the soul. Excuse me, are, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him, which is, oh, I gotta sneeze, sorry about this. I had to sneeze. Uh, so it's going to creep up on me. Anyways. Back to uh, verse 28 of uh, chapter 10. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for one farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father? But the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore ye are of more value than, than many sparrows. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth loveth father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth his son and daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. And he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward, and receive a prophet's reward. Okay. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup 
of cold water only in the name of a disciple. Verily, I say unto you, he shall no wise lose his reward. <clears throat> a sword, yep, a sword. Isn't that true? It is, I said, it's totally true. My own experience has been my own family. And by the way, I haven't had to say very much. In fact, I haven't had an opportunity to say very much. Not even a verse. Just mentioning the Bible is enough to drive everyone away. <laughs> Isn't that funny? i got a brother who's an Eastern Orthodox in the Eastern Orthodox religion. i got a sister who's a Catholic. i got a mom who's a Mormon. A uh, brother who's a little... He's an evangelical. And for me to bring up even this, the Word of God, even talk about Jesus, is enough to drive them all away. Didn't have to do anything else. They didn't have to do anything else. They haven't had a chance to preach to them or minister to them or do anything like that. So, not that it was really my place to do that in the first place, but uh, it certainly seems to be the case. He was not lying about that. Chapter 11. It came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his twelve disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now when John had heard in the prison of the works of Christ, he sent to his disciples and said unto him, Art thou he that should come, and or do we look for another? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which he do hear and see. And the blind, so the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the leopard, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. And as they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? Behold, they that wear soft clothing are the king's houses are in the king's houses. But what went ye out for to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet, for this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of woman, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. 
And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Interesting. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. Hmm. Interesting. The violent took take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if ye will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. Interesting. He that, you know, a lot of these people, they don't ever mention this Matthew 11, 14. Talking about Elias beyond the earth right now. Hmm. He that hath an ear liveth here to hear, let him hear. But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto the children sitting in the markets, calling unto their fellows, and saying, We have piped unto you, and ye have not danced. We have mourned unto you, and ye have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he hath a devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine-bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified of their children. But wisdom is justified of her children. Then began he to upbraid the cities wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. Woe unto thee, Chorazin, woe unto thee, Bethsaida, for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more, uh, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon, Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for thee. At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, O Lord of heaven, 
and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise, and proved it, and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All these things are delivered unto me of my Father. No man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son, and he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Chapter 12 of Matthew. At that time, Jesus went on the, the Sabbath day through the corn, and his disciples were and hungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. But he said unto them, Have ye not read what David did when he was unhungered, and they that were with him, how he entered into the house of God, and to eat the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, neither for them which were with him, but only for the priests? Or have ye not read in the law how that on the Sabbath days the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. But if ye had known what this meaneth, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. Ye would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. And when he had departed thence, he went into their synagogue, and behold, there was a man which had his hand withered. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? that they might accuse him? And he said unto them, What man shall there be among you that shall have one sheep, and if it fall into a pit on the Sabbath day, will he not lay hold on it and lift it out? How much then is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. It says days, the Sabbath days, plural. Then saith he to the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it forth, and it was restored whole, like as the other. And then the Pharisees went out and held a counsel against him, how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence 
and a great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all, and charged them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved, and whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall show judgment to all to the Gentiles, excuse me. And he shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flocks or flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment unto victory and in his name shall the Gentiles trust then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil blind and dumb and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw and all the people were amazed and said is not this the son of David but when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city and house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I, by Beelzebub, cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? Except he first bind the strong man, then he will spoil his house. He that is not with me is against me. He that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Either make the tree good and his fruit good or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt for the tree is known by his fruit O generation of vipers how can ye being evil speak good things for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out 
of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by the words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Then certain of the scribes and Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. There shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. Jonas. <clears throat> For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The man of Nineveh, how do you pronounce that? Nineveh? You know, the place where the Dagon uh, you know, the Pope gets his mitre from, from Nineveh, shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonas, and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. The Queen of the South shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, for she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold a greater than Solomon is here when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none then he saith I will return into my house from whence I came out and when he is come he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he, and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall be also unto the wicked generation, this wicked generation. And isn't that the case? So many times I've seen that. You know, somebody leaves the Mormon church and then they go back right into it and they're, they are sometimes worse. <laughs> God brings them out and they go right back in. Or is that the case? Did God actually bring them out? Because God doesn't lose any of his, his children. As we've studied over and over and over and over again, it's verse after verse after verse, and as we build in to this crescendo in the New Testament, his election and predestination. And God does not lose his children. So one has to ask the question, Is that the case? 
Did God lead him out in the first place? I don't know. I do know for me, the last couple times that I went back to the church, that'd be in the Mormon church, it was silly. It was silliness. It was absurdity. It was childish. It was sad. And I couldn't help but giggle. The last time I went there was maybe seven years ago. I can't remember what it was. It was a fasting testimony to me, I believe it was. It was, um, if there ever was mind control, if there ever was an example of brainwashing or indoctrination, there it was. There it was. I see that so many times with other people, whether it's in other situations, whether it's like AA or the Alcoholics Anonymous or Mormon Church or Baptist Church. And primarily, for me, it definitely would be the Mormon Church and the AA. And they come in and come back. They they leave and come back and leave and come back, and they just get worse and worse as people. I see that people who are Roman Catholic. I see that with most people, regardless of whether they believe in order God or not. They're claiming they believe in order God or not. What I'm discovering too, if you believe in the word of God, then it's going to take you out of religion altogether. He's going to take you out of religion. Man-made religion. A brick and mortar. Now, I'm not saying that every single church out there uh, is absolutely corrupt. But it takes the mercy of God and uh, the diligence of the priestcraft to make sure that there is no separation between the priestcraft and the laity. Uh, it's a hopeless cause, to be honest with you. Any church that aspires to have a pay, a paid clergy or priestcraft. Uh, pastor and compromises the truth is coming out of the Word of God in order to maintain or increase number numbers it's doomed really is there's no exception that I have found yet I don't know 
Quite frankly, I haven't. I have not personally found yet maybe the closest thing that I found yet that would would be biblical as far as what the scripture talks about what to have as far as worship and getting together a community are select house churches where groups of people get together but even then Many of them are completely misled, and they inevitably start reading man-made books, trying to figure out what their creed's going to be, what were they going to follow, their confessional, and it soon becomes quite self-evident how bored people get with the Word of God. But one has to ask yourself, why are you bored with the Word of God? If it actually is the Word of God, then why are you bored with it? Are you bored with God? Mm-hmm. We've known for hundreds, thousands of years now since the time of Christ and his apostles, that the way that God actually speaks to his people, his elect, is through his word. Not through imaginations of men. Not even through your dreams. Now, I know that will, many will find that it would be offensive, but it gave you the word of God he gave you his word. Now, I understand that there have been many periods and situations where people did not have the word of God. Yes. But my experience has been so far, every person who's ever had a dream, bar none, it contradicts the word of God that dream doesn't come true, period. How many times has somebody prophesied to the thousands upon thousands, if not more, of people who claim to be followers of the God in the Bible, and none of them came true? Zilch, none. Not a one. Not a one. I imagine if you wait long enough and you say something, well, there's going to be total and absolute destruction to the United States of America. I imagine somewhere down the road it's probably going to happen regardless. One does not need to be inspired by by God to do guesswork. So going back to this, this is really important. I really find that this is extremely important. 
in Matthew 12, uh, verses uh, 43 through uh, 45. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Isn't that interesting? One really thinks that through. What do you mean by that? You know, I think about my my life's journey and uh, uh, what it may be. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, uh, the Mormon Church is a, a all the many different things. Never, 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 never. Never could, uh, always walking through these dry places, seeking rest, but never could find it. Constantly searching, 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 searching for the truth. Searching for the truth. Even in this show called Nothing But The Truth, it's about my journey to find it. And quite frankly, at this point, now that I've, by the mercy and grace of God, I have now had faith in the Word of God. I don't really have much searching to do anymore. I don't know if that makes any sense. If you're not there yet, I understand. I do believe that if you're one of his his elect, you will come back to the Word of God. Maybe he has to go through what I had to go through and experience enough of the world and all the nonsense that's out there to realize that there really is nowhere else to put one's hope and faith in. Which is ironic because I tried my darndest to prove that uh, there are so many problems with the Word of God. But it's turning out to be not the case. It's just other men's opinions a bunch of intellectual nonsense and rip a page. Anyways. So back to this. Uh, once again, 44, uh, he, then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And, you know, you hear this all the time about these people, whether it's Roman Catholic Church and the Mormon Church especially, all the time, and you have like sixty percent of all of us who went on a Mormon mission leave the Mormon Church with the hope that you know they get married, come back to the church, and raise their kids there, and go through the whole same the process again, and become elders and part of the bishopric, and all the nonsense. And I have to tell you, you want to meet, you know, there's some nice people that are Mormons. There are. But then you get into the leadership. And I'm going to tell you something. You want to talk about some demons and some real demon-filled people. And you're going to say, really? And I say, yeah, really. The self-righteousness, the judgmentalness, the... Especially when you get into, like, zone leaders and... Uh, what do they call them? So you have the bishopric, and then you have... Um, yeah, 
I can't remember right now. But the bishopric, and then you have, uh, I guess, the zones, and then you have, um, oh, what do they call them things? Anyways, as you go up the, the ladder up to the like the Quorum of Seventy and the, the Apostles and the, the Prophet, it just becomes <laughs> it's pretty wicked. And they really do give uh, the Roman Catholic um, priestcraft a run for their money. They really do. So anyways, I see this happen so many times. They go back into the old church because they don't know where else to go. And of course, when they go back there, they find it empty and swept and garnished. Then goeth he, and he taketh with himself seven other spirits, who are more wicked than himself. They enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. <laughs> Now, there's probably more to this than what I'm bringing up. Even so shall it be also unto the wicked generation. This wicked generation. And if you look at what ended up happening to the Jews, 70 AD, and now a million point two of them being, well, pretty much wiped out, right? Except for a few, the 93 or 90-something thousand of them that end up going into slavery. The rest of them were experienced three and a half to seven years of hell. While he yet talked with the people, behold, his mother and brethren stood without designed to speak with him, then one said unto him, Behold, my mother and thy brothers stand without, designed to speak with thee. But he answered and said unto him that told him, Who is my mother, and who are my brother? And he stretched forth his hand towards his disciples and said, Behold, my mother and my brother. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother, my sister, and my mother. Chapter 13 of Matthew. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, when a great multitude were gathered together unto him, so that he went into the sh- to a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside. And the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon the stony places, where they had not much earth, and went forth. They sprang up, or excuse me, forthwith, forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But other fell into good ground 
and brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, and some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who hath an ear to hear, let him hear. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And he answered said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's hearts, people's hearts, is wax gross, their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they are closed. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Interesting. <laughs> but blessed are your eyes and for they see and your ears for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and and on with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while, for then tribulation and persecution ariseth, but the word by and by he is offended. He also that receiveth the seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and cloak, choke the word, excuse me, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth the seed into good ground is he that heareth the word, understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, and some sixty, and some thirty. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, 
his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? And he said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, thus while we gather up the tares, we root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye up together, together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge and the branches thereof. Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept sacred from the foundation of the world. And Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. And he answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that soweth them is the devil. Soweth them. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reaper are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burnt into the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of thy Father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure 
hid in the field. The which, when a man hath found, he hideth for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Again, the king of, God, of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good into the vessels, into vessels, but cast the bad away. So shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus saith unto them, Have ye understood all these things? They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then said he unto them, Therefore, every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure things new and old. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed thence. And when he was come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue, and in so much that they were astonished and said, Whence hath this man, this wisdom, these mighty works. Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? His brother, James, and Joseph, and Simon, and Judas, and his sisters, and they are not all with us, whence they, whence then hath this man all these things. And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country, in his own house. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Hmm. Can you imagine... Can you imagine what that must have been like? Chapter 14. At that time, Herod, the Tetrarch, head of the fame, head of the fame of Jesus. Let me try this again. At the time, Herod, the Tetrarch, heard of the fame of Jesus. And said unto his servants, This is John the Baptist. He is risen from the dead. Therefore mighty works do show forth themselves in him. For Herod had laid hold of John and bound him and put him in prison for Herodias' sake, his brother Philip's wife. For John said unto him, It is not lawful for thee to have her. And when he would have put him to death, he feared the multitude because they counted him as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday was kept, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod. 
whereupon he promised with an oath to give her with whatsoever she would ask. And she, being before instructed of her mother, said, Give me here John the Baptist's head on a charger. Yeah, it was really a good time back then, wasn't it? The history of man is just replete with one wickedness, one wicked thing after another. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, the, it is a lie that you know, this whole Satan seed thing, serpent seed thing, thanks to the fall that of Eve, mankind in its entirety is wicked. And it's only God's elect that are saved in all this. And that's a heck of a message to figure out. And you say, Mike, well, you're sounding like a Calvinist or something, you know, five-point Calvinist, whatever. You know, just read the Bible. Just read it for yourself. <laughs> the predestination is replete. It's all throughout it. As we carry on in this New Testament we're going to see over and over again that God from the very beginning predestined his children to be saved. And the Christ would not lose a single one of them, not one of them. And the rest really are the walking dead and the damned. And I, I don't know why God made this the, the way it is. I'm not God. But this is what the Word of God is saying. Throughout every book, every book in the New Testament, and here we are, someone's daughter said, oh yeah, he gave us an uh, how about uh, you give us John the Baptist's head on a platter? <sighs> Things have always been bad. They've always been bad. And for some reason, we have not experienced that yet. Only by the mercy of God, I guess. Maybe it was because there really is still some reformation out there, after all. Whatever the case may be. It is God's will. The king was sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake. Another example of why not to be swearing oaths. Them that which sat with him at the meat, he commanded it to be given her. And he sent and beheaded John in prison. 
His head was brought in a charger and given to the damsel. <laughs> and she brought it to her mother. Oh, how sweet. And the disciples came and took up the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. And Jesus heard of it, and he departed thence by ship into the desert place apart. And when the people had heard of thereof, they followed him on foot out of the city. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them. And he held their sick. And when it was evening, his disciples came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is not past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the valleys, or villages, excuse me, not valleys, villages, and buy themselves victuals. And Jesus said unto them, They need not depart, give ye them to eat. They say unto him, We have here five loaves and two fishes. And he said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes and looked up to heaven and blessed them and brake and gave loaves to his disciples and disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled and they took up of the fragments that remained, twelve baskets full, and they that had eaten were about five thousand men, besides women and children. Interesting. Straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go before him onto the other side while he sent the multitude away, multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with, with waves. From the wind was contrary, for the wind was, was contrary. And and forth watch of the night Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. Now this guy here's our Lord Savior walking not only on the sea, which is amazing enough, but he's on top of a mountain. So how did he get from that top of that mountain all the way down to that? <laughs> how did that happen? There's a mystery. How did that how did that happen? For if you just traveled like man on top of a mountain to the middle of the sea, that's quite that's quite a bit of a journey, isn't it? For anyone, when it didn't say on top of a hill, it says on top of a mountain. something to think about. <clears throat> and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. They cried out for fear. Straight away Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. 
And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink and cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. And they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, O a true of, uh, of a true truth thou art the Son of God. And when they were gone over, they came into the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place had knowledge of him, they sent out into all the country round about and brought unto him all that were diseased and besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched were made perfectly whole. Well, it's something to think about. Uh, so, we have Peter here. Um, you know, these men witnessed some amazing things. For Peter to have the kind of nonchalant faith I mean it's more than just faith isn't it just because it's obviously he had seen so much that it gave him enough confidence to say okay yeah I can walk on the water with Jesus and then fear crept in and he lost his faith, the little faith he had. Yeah, I can see now how important is it to save by grace through faith in Jesus Christ? Faith. That's how he works. It's faith. Is to develop this abiding faith in Jesus Christ to believe that what he says is truth, that his word is the truth. Why Peter had just a, a, some, he had this little faith. And he was able to walk the water, not very far before he lost it. But that's probably more faith than most of us have. And people say, well, yeah, well, he was with Jesus Christ. And yeah. God gave him the faith that he had.
What really is the most important thing to know? What is the most important thing to acquire? Is it um, how is one to even acquire it? I have to tell you, uh, that put me in position where I started to beg for mercy and for faith, abiding faith. And they started giving me a biting faith. And obviously, he's giving me mercy too, or granting me mercy, although I'm too blind to see it very well. Um, how does one acquire faith? To buy works? How many Hail Marys? How many psalms must be memorized? What is it that any man can do to acquire faith? Outside to beg for mercy and to pray for it earnestly, and even God has to give you that. Back to this whole serpent seed nonsense. Oh, that's really a wicked doctrine to think about it. The fact of the matter is, all are lost, all are wicked, all are sinners. None is good, not one, except for God. And the only reason why I or Larry or Walter, whoever it may be, comes on my show. Who has faith in Jesus Christ is because God gave it to him. She said he gave it to me. Why is that? I don't know. For his own pleasure, his own desire. I can do whatever he wants. If he wants to say, yeah, I don't want to save any of you. He has that right. If he wants to say, I want to save all of you, he has that right. Or he can say, I don't want to save only those that I gave to my son. He has that right. Now, I don't know in the end of the day if I'm one of them. But I shouldn't have to be. Who knows, maybe I'm just simply someone he is using to reach out to his elect to, to know the truth. I certainly don't feel better or special than anybody else. And um, But I am grateful to know who Jesus Christ is, who my Lord and Savior is. 
and I am grateful for understanding his word. And uh, I'd also say that heaven itself makes some fruit that bears witness that you are one of his elect. I don't know. Got to remember, I grew up a Mormon where, uh, you know, if you're not a Mormon, you're not you're not elect. <laughs> so I, for my whole life, everything's... Oh, okay, take care, Andrew. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, it... Um... Who is this? What does it all mean? I know one thing. I put my faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that man... And the only reason that's happening is because God gave me that. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.